I want to suck to suck your tit. I mean blood. Blood. I want to suck your blood. That's the normal thing to say in this situation, right? As always, I'm Ryan LaFever, and that's... No, we don't have Zach. It's just me today. Due to... Corona? A work? A bunch of other things, man. But as always, I'd like to remind you, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a nice fucking rating. Five stars, four stars, whatever the fuck you want, but nothing below four. If it's below four, this ain't for you. Don't even come around no more. Or do. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. There's no need to hurt us. We're not hurting you. Mm, We're not hurting you. So give us a five-star rating. Say something something cool. Say, hey, hey man, I, I like your fucking shoes. I know you can't see my shoes, but you you just say you like them. If you want to see my shoe, head on over to OnlyFans and you can fucking see them. So, vampires, or vampires, as it's also spelled, I don't think it's too reaching to say that vampires started out sucking on tears. Like, how did they know it was blood they were supposed to suck? Maybe at first... They were strings of assaults in the middle of the night. Strange figures. Sucking on everyone's titties. Titties is such a fun word to say. You can say it titties, or you can say titties. You can say titties. You can say titties. You can say, let me suck on that titties. This is such a fun word to say. Or they were sucking on them dicks. They were sucking on something, and at first they might have not have knew. They might have not have known what to suck on. So 400 years of vampires have appeared in fiction and lore, spanning various cultures, and though like Jesus, the belief in them has read it <laughs> has receded. Receded. In time. Over time, bitch. Some common truths about vampires that most of us know is they consume human blood, have fucking fangs, some are dead, like fucking zombies. Brains, let me eat your titty. Calm down, Andre. We're not yet over you yet. We still got some fishing to do. But we ain't eating no titties. We like to suck on titties. Let's not eat them. Free the tits. Let them be. Now, they don't have a reflection or shadow. They have pale skin and can either be beautiful fuck machines or look like the abandoned cousin of Freddy fucking Krueger. They also rise from their coffins at night to pray. They don't like garlic or crosses. They also don't like a fucking steak driven to their heart. Or not only just a steak can kill them, but sunlight. And I'm not talking about steak, motherfucker. Like red beef, like top sirloin, motherfucking cowboy T-bone steak. I'm talking about like... A fucking piece of wood that's pointed down like a phallus that fucking just goes in and out and in, but mostly just in 
And it goes so fucking deep. And it kills the motherfucker. All right, so another fact is that if you are bitten by a vampire, it will turn you into a vampire. But what about the lesser known ways to turn? Such as sorcery? Contagions? Babies born with teeth? Babies born on Christmas? People who commit suicide? Or even... A cat jumping over someone's corpse? Meow. These are all ways that will create a vampire. And that's fucking scary. Especially with everything that's going on. But don't fear. Just don't invite anyone. I mean fucking anyone. And it shouldn't be hard to do because you should be quarantined, motherfucker. In your home. Don't invite them. Keep some holy water or a crucifix on you. Hell, stuff your fucking pockets with garlic. And maybe conceal carry. Conceal fucking steak carry, bitch. And that will help keep them bay for sure. And if it doesn't... You're on the offensive because you got a stake in your pocket. You got your dick or your pussy in your pocket and that will distract him. If that doesn't distract him, this is what I'm going to tell you to do. Worst case, keep some Tic Tacs in your purse, your fucking wallet, whatever it may be. If a vampire tries to start sulking, throw all your Tic Tacs down. These fuckers are compelled to count Every fucking one. One, two, three, four, twenty-six, fifteen. And if any of these motherfuckers are like me with math, this is gonna be hard once you get above thirteen or three or just one. Cause fuck counting, fuck math, fuck you. You got your abacus, whatever, motherfucker. You like math, that's cool. I don't, but they're going to be distracted and you can fucking run for the fucking A train and get the fuck out of Dodge where they won't suck on your pussy, your fucking tits, your fucking dick, and they won't drink your motherfucking blood. You're safe. You're welcome. This has been a message from Ryan Lafeeb, the motherfucker that's saving your life. All right. So now that we got out of the way, you see, it's also said, besides blood, that vampires drain their essence, such as other body fluids and psychic energy. That's right, motherfuckers. You got psychic energy inside of you. That shouldn't be surprising. <laughs> Creep factor is up 20%. So, I'm not going to read Webster's definition of life essences and what that means, but I'm pretty sure it's a dude's ropey cum and a girl's pussy juice. If you're saying it's otherwise, maybe you're smarter than me. Maybe you're not. Maybe you just read into it anymore. Don't fucking judge me, man. So... You see, the, one of the reasons why I think this, in ancient Greece, there were rumors. No, I'm sorry. In ancient Greece, there were numerous stories of creatures, quote, attacking, unquote, people in their sleep and draining them of their bodily fluids. You know what that tells me? Besides Greece having a really bad sexual assault rape problem back then, was that these horny fucking vampires were givers just as they much were takers. And you have to be a giver to make a relationship successful. Hell yeah. 
Mm, these motherfuckers. I just wish a vampire would come in the middle of the night and suck my bodily juices out. Tell me right now, are you against that? Are you against, uh, quotations, a vampire coming in the middle of the night and all they do is just suck your essence out? Does that sound so bad? I don't know. Give me a ticket back to ancient Greece on the motherfucking time machine. So you're probably wondering, why are we talking about vampires on this show? It's because our killer of the week is a 2,000-year-old vampire. That's right. Today, we're talking about Joshua Rudiger, a.k.a. the Vampire Slasher on Requiem for a Murder, California. Surprisingly not fucking Florida, because I guarantee you, if you fucking Google... Florida man sucks fucking anything. It's gonna pop up with a million fucking searches. My Florida man sucks fucking butt cheeks. Florida man sucks fucking toes. Florida man sucks farts out of a fucking tube. You're gonna come up with the endless possibilities, but this was California, which is a little bit rare because it seems like everything weird is out of motherfucking Florida. And this isn't too far back, this one. This is 1990s, late 1990s. I was in let's do a meditation. So I was in late elementary school, early junior high during this time. But you got Joshua Rudiger. He had a bit of a rough child. His mother was a homeless prostitute, addicted to drugs, and his father vanished like a motherfucking ninja. And I don't think he necessarily vanished. I just think they had no idea who he was. I'm pretty sure he was a trick. He was definitely a John. He was fucking summoning up prostitution. <laughs> so over two years, Joshua moved from foster home to foster home to foster home to foster home. How many times do we keep saying this? Four in total. When Joshua was four years old, he had a habit of banging his head and biting his tongue, which would force him to vomit. Now, everyone knows vampires can't drink their own blood, and I think that's what Joshua was doing when he was biting his tongue. Too much will kill him. You can't drink your own blood just because you, just like you can't drink the blood from a dead person. You have to do it from somebody that's alive. Body, uh, essence, essence, man. Essence doesn't happen if they're dead. All right, so surprisingly, this behavior led to a diagnosis of mental retardation and psychosis and his IQ of 81 didn't help things. 80 to 89 IQ is a low average. All right, so he was sitting on the fucking edge. The edge of the cliff, man. He was just like right there, man. Like, hey, right down there is the next fucking level, man. And what's the next level? The next level is borderline impaired. So think about it. He's almost, he's almost mentally retarded. And I'm not hating on him for it. But I'm probably hating on the people that did this test like you should recognize this shit he's 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 borderline he might have just guessed he might have just luckily got some questions right or, or whatever so he's not a genius but at low average there's still hope for him rudiger would continue to move around from foster homes and foster homes and at age 15 he decided enough was enough i'm not having any more temper 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 he would make his own forever home. At 15 years old, Joshua Rudiger attempted to kill himself with a samurai sword. I can't even be mad at him. I've had friends who killed, killed themselves. I had family members who killed themselves. And it's fucking sad. I hate it. 
I hate the thought of it. But I mean, there's no but here. But I do have a little respect for him because he did do it with a samurai sword. I mean, Harry Carey there. You are going back into Japanese. I don't know. There's some culture there. I don't think he was Japanese. I looked at the pictures of him and I'm not trying to be ignorant, but he is far from Japanese. But he might be a samurai. So this self ninja attempt would send Rudiger on an eight month long musical chairs and mental hospitals. Kind of like with the foster homes. He just kept going around and around and around and around and around until finally settling in at the Napa State Hospital where he would, could, I, I'm not going to say would, but where he could, it's possible, where he possibly could receive proper care. During his stay, Rudiger, well, he would sneak out of his room at night and lick the chest of the other patients. <laughs> oh, my name's Joshua Rudiger. Oh, I'm a samurai. Oh, I've come to lick your chest. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun time, time. So this is what he would do. When Rudiger was checked out or allowed to leave, however that should happen, he was 18 years old, and tests showed he was in worse shape when he first showed up. Like, he digressed. Like, he got worse. Which begs the question, why the fuck did they let him out? Why? I mean, for instance, he told a psychiatrist, I'm going to be a vampire and suck their blood out. I mean, I guess when you hear that, if someone told me that, if someone told me I'm going to be a vampire and suck their blood out, I'm like, yeah, bro. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. <laughs> you know? So I don't, I don't know. But again, different setting. I don't work in a mental hospital. So a little bit different situation there, different environment. Maybe you should take it a little more serious. So it came out. Oh, uh, yes. I do, I do believe you're cute. Now, if you said you were going to be a vampire and suck all the titties and dicks you could. Well, Joshua, frankly, you'd have to stay. But you didn't. So, Tyrio, I'll see you later. Bye. So he took off. In February 1997, Joshua stabbed a homeless man and was arrested. I don't know why I'm saying that, as it was such a fucking happy occasion. Maybe it's because he was just released, and it's like, yay! Congratulations, Joshua. Get on with your fucking life. However, the homeless man was later arrested on drug drug. Let's speak English. However, the homeless man was later arrested on drug charges. This doesn't mean the case is over. But while in jail, the unnamed homeless man, we'll call him Homeless Joe, was killed by another inmate. I mean, talk about tragedy. Homeless Joe finally found a home. Not your conventional home, but nevertheless, to him, it's a home. And then he's killed. Sad. Let me tell you, I've known Homeless Joe for many, many years. Terrific, wonderful person. I've known uh, a terrible... I Listen, I've done a great job. I've saved millions of lives. The millions of lives are saved. I've done no one, and they've said, they've said, no one's done a job like we've done here, and we've done it here. And listen, all right, I will continue mocking all types of people. It's not a political thing. It's just what I do. I make fun of everybody. It's to make, 
me feel better. Maybe it's to make you feel better. So he was killed by another inmate. Tragedy, like I said. According to John Shaley of the district attorney's office, Homeless Joe's death, well, that, quote, that destroyed the case. Rudiger, without a witness, without anyone to testify against him, was released. During this, Rudiger had proclaimed he was a samurai, which we already knew from when he was 15, right? He was, he fucking samurai himself. He fucking samurai himself so fucking hard. Hard, hard, hard. Upon leaving the courtroom, Rudiger hissed at the sun and yelled, I'm and then said, Oh, Hiroshi, Hiroshimi, Sushi, Nagasaki, Takedo, Pokemon. Which means you can never catch a samurai, ninja warrior, psychic vampire. That's right, I speak Japanese, bitch. Or Chinese. I think he was confused. Later that year, in September 1997, Rudiger yet again found himself in court. This time for an August attack on his roommate, Myron Schultz. Miron, Myron, Schultz, Schultz, Schultz. Again, I don't know how to pronounce any of these motherfuckers' names. Rudiger, being the resourceful samurai, constructed a homemade bow and arrow. That's right, he made this shit himself and shot Myron with it. So Rudiger was arrested and charged with attempted murder, bitch, but only convicted of assault with a deadly weapon with great bodily injury. However, Rudiger was found incompetent to stand trial. Imagine that, right? And would spend the next six months. And this is going to be hard to say. Okay, I'm being really ignorant on that. I don't know if it's Mexican, but I was about to go on full. And I already did. I can't take it back. I'm sorry. So it's atas. Atas Cadero. So let's say it fast. Atas Cadero. All right. Sounds good. After six months, Rudiger was reevaluated and it was determined he was now fit to stand trial. Game on, right? I'm just thinking fucking Wayne and Garth in the street playing hockey. Game on. So, no, because Myron Scholes was like, fuck this. The court can't keep me safe from a samurai or a ninja warrior. That's all I have to say. It's a mouthful. Oh, fuck. Samurai ninja warrior, samurai ninja warrior, samurai... I need to get the fuck out of here. So he bolted to the East Coast. Like, I don't know if that was the reason for his move, but come on, he fucking went from West Coast to... You West Coast? I fought East Coast! So he went from San Francisco... All the way to the fucking East Coast. He went from one side of the States to the other. And that's over 2,000 miles for sure. I drove from Alaska down to Kansas once. That was 2,000 miles. So one from one side of the States to the other has got to be at least two, right? So, I mean, he uprooted his whole. And it's the only thing I think of is to get away from the Samurai Ninja Warrior. He was like, if I just go to East Coast... He's on the West Coast. I am far East Coast. He far West Coast. Oh, it's same, same, but different. All right, so, so yet again, there was a trial, but Myron was, he was unwilling to return. And I don't blame him. So there was no witness. Rudiger got a deal. Eight months jail time and three years felony prohibition. Not prohibition. He's not prohibiting anything. Pro, he might be masturbating. 
But he's not propane. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. He got three years of felony probation. Now, the samurai already served six months in the mental hospital, and that counted, as we all know, as time served. When all was said and done, all he had left was three years probation. So his felony probation was quite the ticket. It came with warrantless police searches, prohibition on carrying weapons, and intensive psychiatric supervision by the probation department. Under the probation department, Ruger was assigned to the department's intensive service unit. The difference between the intensive service unit and any other unit in the probation department is that ISU's officers only had 50 people each to monitor, whereas the other divisions had more than 300 each. So they had a lighter workload. You only have 50. These are the motherfuckers have over 300. I mean, come on. Fuck, dude. Your job's easier. This deal also mandated that Rudiger participate in psychiatric counseling and be put in residential care if, if, if the probation department deemed it necessary. But Rudiger wasn't put in residential care. And if you don't know, residential care is live-in care. You know, think assisted living, getting your asses wiped, you know, feeding medication, all that type of shit. You can't leave the building. It, you can if you have that permission, but you're really, it's like prison, but for old people or with mental disabilities, right? And it's not freedom. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't even want to go into it. So he wasn't put in residential care, even though before Rudiger even pleaded guilty to shooting his roommate, the probation department conducted an evaluation in which they found that Rudiger, quote, has serious problems with controlling his violent tendencies. Has serious problems controlling... I don't wear hockey pants. So they had this, but it was enough to put him in there, apparently, right? So the samurai was on probation. Rudiger had to meet with a probation officer only twice a month. With everything going on, I imagine it would be weekly. I mean, really, with what he did, I mean, twice a month just seems really fucking lax. But even with it just being twice a month, he missed one of his first two appointments. After that, Rudiger never made an appointment again. He was like, fuck you, bitch. I got shit to do. I got ninja shit, ninja stars. I'm going to be, you know, I got ninja shit to do. I don't know what fucking ninjas do. They dress up on black. They do backflips. You would think this would be grounds for a war or something because he didn't show up. But Rudiger was thought to be homeless. And let's be honest, revoking his probation, tracking him down, or even doing the paperwork to start the process to track him down was just too much work. And that's when Carmen Bush, oh, Carmen Bush, where in the world is Carmen fucking Bush? Where's Carmen's Bush? So Carmen Bush, the director of Rudiger's probation division, the probation division that oversaw his case, said that probation is is almost always revoked in the first 90 days after failure to report, adding, quote, With some probation, officers are more diligent than others. <laughs> so, I don't know why she went and turned into some sexy comment, Bush. Maybe because his last name is Bush. Let me get that Bush. <laughs> so, anyways... Fuck you, Carmen. Sounds like you're doing a little bit of dodging of responsibility here. This is your department. This is your failure. 
And on October 16th in Knob Hill Alley, Rudiger found Willie Jackson, a homeless man sleeping on the street, and slashed his throat. Jackson lost consciousness during the attack. When he woke, he woke to a horrid tale that fills books of lore. Something you'd fucking read out of a, a book of lore, right? That's what we're saying. So he wakes up. Rudiger was drinking his blood from his slashed throat. Like, what the fuck you doing, bro? That's my blood. Put that shit back in. Oh, that same night, he found another homeless man sleeping on the street, Robert Kurtz. Rudiger slashed his throat too. Thankfully though, both men survived. On October 29th, this about a week later, a 29-year-old homeless woman, Shirley Delonte, was sleeping in a doorway on the 18th Street in Mission District when Rudiger slashed her throat. He wrote an Asian symbol on the ground in the woman's blood that meant death. She bled out. He drank her blood. She died. And that's, that's all I got to say on that. That's all I got on that. He fucking killed her. You know, the first two, I think this is a buildup. He probably meant to kill all of them. I don't know. I wasn't there. I would, I would. Step, 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 step. Now stay there, motherfucker. I don't condone violence. On November 10th, just a little bit after midnight, Rudiger slashed the throat of a homeless man. <laughs> this, is, this is really tough. A lot of these happen in Chinatown, and some people that work with me know that a lot of times I go, Oh, same, same, but different. Same, same. Same, same. I do this a lot. Same, same. Oh, and I know it's really bad of me, but it's funny. I enjoy it. So you got fought sin. Fought sin. You a fought sin? You sinning fought. You sinning fought. You fought sinning, man. And he's dead and not. No, he's not dead. But he was. <laughs> so I, it's okay to do, I guess. I'm not making fun of a dead guy. So fought sin. He's sinning fat, but not fatly sinning. Again, while he was sleeping in a Chinatown park near Vinton Court and Quincy Street. Again, Rudiger slashed his throat. But the old man fought him off. The 48-year-old 40 man walked, got away, walked a few blocks with his throat slashed when he finally met someone and asked him to call the police. So this is down, downtown San Francisco. And I don't think it matters where it's at. Dude is homeless. He obviously looks like a bum. How many people... Do you think he has to call the police before someone actually did it? Because, I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen bums off the street and walking up to people, and they want nothing to do with them. I mean, sometimes I don't either. It just depends. Sometimes I think they're just panhandlers that they got more money than me from everything they're getting. Other times I'm like, all right, here's 20 bucks, bro. Like, you know, whatever. I know you got a rough time. Spend it on whatever you want. If you if you spend it on liquor, heroin, whatever, cool. Spend it on food. Sometimes... I'll, I'll give him food myself, you know, and this isn't me. To, I'm not talking about me to make me feel better. I'm just saying, how many people did he walk by and ask for help while he was bleeding before someone actually did it? I mean, who's the real villain here? Rudiger or all the piece of shit. And I'm speculating here just because I know people who are like, get away from me, bum. You're too. You're going to you get away from me, bum. I got these Versace, I got uh, whatever fancy shit. You're going to get blood everywhere. Mm, pinkies out and shit. You know how people are, man. You're going to get blood on my car again. Right? So officers, Elaine Baca and Gregory Huey. Gregory Huey. 
Glory, glory. We're alerted and saw Ruger two blocks away near Grant Avenue and Sacramento Street. The officers arrested his ass and found a bloody knife in his belt. Police Captain John Goldberg said of the arrest, quote, It was pretty good police work from the guys on the street. And he was right. I mean, it was lucky police work, really. I mean, it's not like they really fucking detective any shit. It was like, all right, this dude stabbed this dude. And they're like, oh, dude, hey, that sad dude. He's walking away fast. Let's get up on him. Oh, he's got a knife in his belt. You like money? I like money, too. So I don't know if it's really good police work. But they did it. Nonetheless, good job, San Francisco police. What about all those serial killers in your area? There's some that got away. So Rudiger found his samurai ass in court again. This time for one count of murder, attempted murder, and assault with deadly weapon. Rudiger pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity. Judge Wallace Douglas. This was his name. Wallace Douglas. I don't know why. It just it sounds like the the names were reversed here. Like his name should be Douglas Wallace. It sounds like his first name is his last name, and his last name is his first name. I feel like I'm in a motherfucking paradox, and time's going to stop existing. But Judge Wallace Douglas ruled Rudiger be held without bail on the basis that this dude is a motherfucking ninja. No, but that's reason enough, I think. Rudiger was yet again sent to Ascadero. Ascadero. Let's not get into this again. So he was sent to AM or let's say a mental hospital. Atas. <laughs> let's just do it. Atas Kedero Mental Hospital. However, yet again, he was found mentally fit to stand trial. So the trial went on. His past was brought up. You know, his violent past, his mental past, everything. Such as, quote, Rudiger exhibits low frustration tolerance, along with delusional belief that he is a samurai who's Duty is to kill other bad people. Are homeless people bad people, Rudiger? Are they? Huh? Huh? You piece of shit. Would you look at that? I don't. I don't think so. Rudiger's attorney, William Moss, which I like to call Bill Moss. Bill Moss. Bill Bill Moss. He has his work cut out for him. Especially when in, in a videotape statement... To police, Rudiger says, I'm just, uh, oh, because he pretends he's a samurai here, so I'm going to go full ignorant mode here. Oh, I'm just a 2,000-year-old vampire. And quote, oh, we don't got to do that part. And quote, pray is pray. Okay, 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 okay. Moss pulled all the stops. Insane, incompetent, accidental force confessions, etc., he even said he didn't mean a killer. He just tried to do a little slit and just to drink her blood. And it was accidental, you see. What you got here is a little bit of accidental knife cutting. Uh, he was trying to take a little sip. I don't know how he turned into Italian. Moss is not an Italian name. I don't know what kind of name it is, but it's definitely not Italian. So, Moss even said, in reference to Rudiger, quote, The prosecutors theory is that this little fellow over here is the Napoleon of crime. But Rudiger sounded like an idiot. So he's calling his his own client a, def- a fucking idiot. And I love it. 
So police and acquaintances both said Rudiger, and multiple times, expressed he was a vampire, a samurai, or even a ninja warrior. He was a fucking, he was a fucking samurai ninja warrior, vampire. God damn. That resume. Fuck me. Now, maybe Moss was onto something with the idiot thing. Because, I mean, his IQ score was low. So Ruger wrote in blood a Chinese symbol for death. Let me say that again, in case you didn't catch him. Rudiger wrote in blood from his victims a Chinese symbol for death. We're not talking about Nagasaki here. We're talking about fucking Hong Kong. So he's not, he's not fucking, he's not, he's not Okinawan Rudiger. He's Hong Kong Rudiger. So if you can't, if you haven't put two and two together yet, oh, Chinese symbol. Samurais and ninjas are the same, same, but different. So yes, different, Rudiger. As in samurais and ninjas are Japanese, and Chinese are fucking Chinese. You ignorant shit. Despite Moss's defense of Rudiger, Deputy Chief Richards said, quote, We have physical evidence tying four of these attacks together at three crimes. The attacker left behind an Asian character symbol. The same symbol is allegedly tattooed on Rudiger's chest. Again, that symbol means death. But from everything I read, it's the it all says that that symbol is Chinese, and it probably doesn't even mean death. I mean, he probably went into a tattoo parlor and like, yeah, there's Chinese. This the symbol means death. Just like when a lot of these fools go in and they get the symbol and they're like, I want, I want the symbol that means faith. Yeah, tattoo it on my ankle, on my ankle. Yeah. And it actually means poop on my face, you know, or I don't know. It just means something really wrong. But Rudiger admitted some guilt saying, quote, he sucks the blood of the victims after he cuts the throat. Rudiger has been diagnosed as a schizophrenic psychotic and bipolar which helps when rudiger yells out quote oh i'm a samurai i was a samurai before i was born even another life i'm a i'm like a tiger i'm okay if you leave me alone but if you bother me i strike i strike like tiger when all was said and done rudiger was found guilty of two assault charges each on willie jackson robert kurtz and fossin <laughs> Fat Sin and Willie Jackson. It's funny because the name Fat is spelled Fat, P-H-A-T. And it's just, a, it's, I don't know, it's funny to me, to my simple brain. Because it's pretty hot and tempting sin. I mean, I love these names. So Fat Sin and Willie Jackson testified at the trial. However, Robert Kurtz died of a drug overdose in January. So obviously he couldn't testify. The first degree murder charge was rejected by the jury, which I can understand because this dude is a little dumb and he has a history of mental illness. So I could, I could, I could see it. I'm not defending him, of course, but I could see it. So it was rejected. And instead he was found guilty of second degree murder of Shirley Delante. So what happened to Joshua Rudiger? Well, he was found guilty, sentenced to 26 years to life 
Well, he's still being a samurai ninja vampire. That's right. Earlier this year, 2020, while serving his life sentence in June, Joshua Rudiger was suspected of killing a fellow inmate. Authorities said about the killed inmate that he, quote, well, he succumbed to an injury consistent with being attacked by a weapon. You don't say. Are you saying he was attacked with a fucking weapon? Like those injuries are from a weapon? Here I thought they weren't from a weapon, but thank you for clearing that up for me, motherfucker. The vampire slasher in late July was charged for the May 31st murder of Aaron Codere. Codere. A-A-Ron. Codere. The inmate where Rudiger killed him in the showers. Maybe Aaron was trying to fuck Rudiger. And he was like, nah, bitch. I'm a Japanese ninja warrior samurai vampire. You ain't fucking me. I'm fucking you. I don't know. So, um, the vampire is charged with murder, use of a weapon, and special circumstances of having a prior murder conviction. I think it's safe to say Ruger won't be homeless anytime soon. No, he won't. He's got a bed, three hot meals, and a cot, and the ninja ain't getting out. Hopefully. So, thanks for joining us this week on Requiem for a Murder. Again, I do apologize for the delay of the Reese of Chikatilo Part 3. But that's with me and Zach. And these times are times, man. You know what I mean. Times and shit. Corona. Fucking. So I do apologize. And I will sacrifice a goat for you all. No, I won't. Not tonight. If you really want me to, though. In the meantime, give us some fucking ninja stars in the Apple Podcast, man. Oh, ninja stars. Give us some. Five if you could. Or four, but but five. Just do five. Leave a written review like, Your voice makes me shoot ropes. Or, Oh, Zach should do an OnlyFans. Or, Oh, (laughs) you guys make me laugh my ass off. Anything. Just write some cool shit down and leave five stars. Tell us the color of your underwear. Tell us the color of my underwear. Tell me what the inside of my... If you're stalking me, it's going to be weird. But whatever. Just tell us something, you know? Um, And if you want to be extra fucking cool, show your love at patreon.com forward slash Requiem for a Murder. Your donations mean so much, and they help us with what we need to provide you with the best content we can. Lovely stories. I said it helps us out a lot. Big fucking time. But if you don't, that's fucking cool too, bruh. We'll still pedal out this shit, our demented, twisted stories that we hope you love. And I'd also like to plug something else here. If you like non-biased politics, and I know this is probably borderline shit because politics are definitely something that riles people up, and which is crazy because we're talking about murders and shit, but I think politics rile people up more than murder. But if you like non-biased politics with some comedy that makes fun of both sides, check out our friends at Average Joe Politics. That's Average Joe's Politics. They take a fun spin on politics. Thomas and Brandon, they're on opposite sides of the political spectrum. It's like they're fucking scissoring each other. You know, you got 
you got the Democrats and the Republicans, and they're just they're just fucking scissoring each other. They're like, hey bitch, I don't agree with you on this. And he's like, hey bitch, I don't agree with you on that. But they're talking about it, they go over it, just like us. You can find Average Joe Politics on just about every major platform. And remember, if you're going to go out there, claiming to be a vampire, stick to sucking on titties and dicks. Doesn't matter if they're big titties and dicks, doesn't matter if they're small titty and dicks. It only matters that they consent. You must have their consent. You can't just suck on dicks and titties in the middle of the night in Greece. Although I wouldn't file a complaint if you were to do that. Here's my address. So if you do come here, I'm not going to call the police. But just remember, it only matters with the consent and that you don't murder anyone. Thanks for joining us on Requiem for a Murder. And until next time, bonjour bye no, bonjour bye no.